You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 77 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into our live stream. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Facts. Go ahead, Mikey. We're back. Man, I can't wait for this. I feel like we had a huge layoff. Because <sighs> so much shit happened. That's why. We needed it. So much shit happened. Uh, we pushed it back because the Sixers played yesterday. So, that's first and foremost, right? Um, NFL Draft. That's coming tonight. But first, guys, all right? First, let me read my shit. <laughs> all right. This episode, episode 77, almost at 100. We're getting there, creeping up. It is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Daily fantasy made easy. Also, be sure to go right now and check us out at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com where we are live for every show, including right now. Okay? But guys, I got a little something for you, okay? We don't get to talk hockey much in this place. Hold on. I'll find it. Thank I'll God. find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real shit. So we can at least thing. admit that this song hits. This song is a classic. Before we get started, if anybody wants to lose their money, follow my bracket. <laughs> because I'm not a hockey fan. I'm just participating. This is fun. Yeah, that's all it is. Watch. I mean, I don't, I don't have Phil, Phil's picks, but I bet you Phil's going to win. Because hockey, it's always wide open. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was waiting for that. But hockey playoffs started yesterday. It was already eventful. All right. We are going to make our bracket picks here. We're not going to go through the whole thing because we got a long show to run here. Okay. But we are going to say who's getting to the finals. All right. Who's getting to the cup? Who's winning the cup? And who's going to be the MVP, the Con Smythe winner? Okay. Plain and simple. You don't even have to explain it if you guys don't want, because I know 
that the only one that gives a shit about hockey here is me. Well, I'm not going to explain it because I can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. At least you're honest. But hey, Mike, I'm telling you right now, you got as good of a chance as anybody else. Hockey's wide open. Resume. Pauls. Resume. There you go. You're building it right here, right now. <sighs> Why don't you start us off, Mike? Okay. Pauls. Pauls' picks for, my for the NHL playoffs. For my Stanley Cup. Who's getting there? I have the Wild versus, versus Florida. Ooh. Two teams that never won the cup before. That's wild. Maybe we should wait on who wins it. Let's yeah. let's everybody go around and say who's getting there. Theories? Oh, I got the Avalanche and I got the uh, the Panthers. Me too. Yo, what's Florida's Me? mascot? <laughs> who's probably a fucking Panther <laughs> Who's mascot? <laughs> Listen, I, I know hockey, but I don't who's know who mascot? the fucking mascots are. I met their team nickname. The Panthers. Yeah, Florida Pan I have the Panthers versus the Wild. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, all right. But, I mean, that's... Yeah, I yeah, said yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's already tripping. Yeah. I know the vibe, you know what I mean? <laughs> we ain't got to talk about it. This is rock. It's sour. Yeah, it's fucking rock. <laughs> oh, man, it's sour hour here at P&I. Um, <laughs> Looking to see where you capping. <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing. <laughs> Jesus. Already, already in the first couple minutes. Um... And by the way, I encourage comments from the audience. If there's any NHL fans out there, let us know who you got taking the cup. All right. Um, I was this close to changing the abs to the flames, man. Johnny Gaudreau, South Jersey kid who I want the Flyers assigned next year. But they're a deep team, so look out. Um, I think they'll face the abs on the way in. I mean, the abs are they're like destined. They've had so much talent. It's time. The Panthers are the best team in the league. Claude Giroux, okay? I'll stop there, though. Remember, I'm not going too deep into this. For your sake, really, Pauls. <laughs> All right. Who you got winning the cup, and who's the MVP? Uh, the Wild, and I can't name anybody on the team, so the MVP is going to be the goalie. There you go. Marc-Andre Fleury? The best ever. <laughs> he is probably going to be a Hall of Famer, so... Not probably. It's it's probably a lock at this point. All right, that's that's a sleeper pick. But guess what? They're they're. I mean, it's kind of a trendy pick. They're wild. If you get past the Avs, look the fuck out. Hmm. So I'm gonna say theories. Who you got? I got the Avalanche winning it all, and I got Nathan McKinnon for MVP. Nice. Um. So. Um. No ring for you, Claude Drew. Oh. So, hate to say it. Theories. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite way, and it's not because of Giroux. This team is just lethal. They they are a goal-scoring machine. I mean, you can pick five different consmite choices from this team. I'm going Panthers, beating the Avs, the Avs yet again falling short. And you know what? I am going to say Claude Giroux, Con Smythe. It's probably going to be Alexander Barkov, but I'm going to say Claude Giroux, put it on the records, all right, You're he's home. been averaging. No, bro, yeah. he's been <laughs> he's been home, averaging <laughs> over a point per game since getting there, and this team is just loaded. That, and that, that's like icing on the cake. I can't believe this. That be would dope. be the most be Philly cool. thing ever. Too. That'd be cool, though. He deserves it. He's playing his ass off, and he was underappreciated. Godfather's got the Calgary Flames. Godfather, I love it. I just told you how I felt about that team. Um, it's gonna be close. I was this close to changing it, guys. But it is what it is. All right. That's it. And I don't have Philly Phil's picks. He could tell you next show, maybe. All right. So that's it for the NHL. 
a nice two minutes from us. It's perfect. In and out. Right at the end of the song. It's great. In and out procedure. Quick. Yeah. But guess what, guys? You you know what's next. Here it is, Jeff. I'm going to turn this up for you. I'm so mad I forgot my laptop. That's all right. You know what happened. Yeah. I go off the top and get top. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Put that there for the title. You can at least top, Can you type top. that in? Yeah, off the top, get top. That's a title. Wow, you can always count on that from this group. Gentlemen, the NFL draft, all right? Fucking wild this year. Like Especially for your Philadelphia Eagles, which is where I think is the natural place to start. I might leave it up to us because I don't know how much of this we'll get to. I kind of wanted to do all of it, but we'll see because we got some NBA stuff to talk about too. So do you want to start with the league as a whole or do you want to start with the Eagles tonight? Uh, let's rock with the Eagles. I mean, I think That's the, best the Eagles kind of stole ever. the show, so it's only natural, okay? The Philadelphia Eagles, gentlemen, boy, did they make some noise with the 15th and 18th picks. Mm-hmm. Which they got rid of both of them, of course. <laughs> they start off the draft with a trade up to number 13, and they select Jordan Davis. Your boy here, Mikey P, called it. I told you they'd have to get in front of the Ravens to do that, and they got their guy, Jordan Davis. Theories might have an alternate theory for that, but they get their guy, Jordan Davis, pick 13. He's an absolute mammoth. 6'7", 280. I mean, he's 300, let's be honest. And he runs a goddamn 4'7"? He's faster than Larry Fitzgerald. It's like a contest between him and Jordan Mailata, who's the most athletic big man you've ever seen. As Tom would say, the dude's a fucking unit. (laughs) Well, let's talk about him. How do you feel about him? I I feel really good about the pick in general. Um, I think the Eagles... We're actually looking to draft a wide receiver there, though. Wow. I think they Here got... Comes. Theories. I, I, so, He's I cooking. think... Who was in that spot? Jamison Williams got taken at 11, and I, that was one of their targets. The Texans, that's right. So, I think what happened was when the Eagles traded with the Texans, mm-hmm. I think... Is that who it was? Yeah, Texans, I think right? so. For the yep. 13th pick? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I think what happened was another team found out that the Eagles were moving up. So when they did that, the Vikings were on the clock, and they don't need a wide receiver. So they weren't taking a wide receiver there, right? So another team learned about it because I think that team called Houston, and Houston was saying, we are in talks with Philly. Philly's offering this. For that, can you match or, or do whatever? Mm. I don't think that happened. I think – I think <laughs> Godfarve says he disagrees with you I don't already. Know. Well, I don't care. Um, he knows what he's talking about. So what I'm no. So I think that the Eagles were supposed to draft a wide receiver with the Texans pick, and they got they got hosed for that. I think who got hosed? I think they got played. I think they got played. Wow. I think the Eagles were taking a wide receiver right there. I don't think. I just that's what I believe, brother. I love I you. I think it. I think. I it, think man. you're dead wrong. I, I think the I, I Eagles think are so. praying that Jamison Williams would fall close to 18, and then they could trade up again. But I think Jordan Davis was always the pick. I said it I here on this so. show. I mean, I haven't seen anything saying otherwise. 
Because here's the thing. The pick don't even make any sense at that point. Like, all right, you take a D tackle. Cool. You got Fletcher Cox's replacement. But you didn't have a wide receiver at that time before the A.J. Brown trade. Like, you didn't have another wide receiver. So my thing was, they were going for a wide receiver with that pick. No, not necessarily. Cause Why wouldn't that, they? Because that, that trade could have already been ready. You just couldn't trade the pick until they got there. What trade? The A.J. Brown pick. Maybe, but that could have been talks. That that, that could have been the talks two weeks brewing in, and then finally draft night. They're like, fuck it. We'll just let him go. We'll take the 18th pick and, and a third round for him. Because the thing is, they look like they had a contract. Like this guy on this board. He He's similar to A.J. Brown's skills. We might as well just trade him. Who? The, the, oh, the uh, Traylon Burks. I'm yes. sorry. I thought you were talking about the Eagles yeah. for a minute. That's so who I that's had the Eagles taking at 18. Yeah. Like I, record. I, I honestly believe the Eagles were looking to get a wide receiver at that point, and I think they were taking Jamison Williams. I, I really do believe that. And then I, I think they liked multiple people on that board to the point where I was like, okay, if Jamison Williams goes to 12, then okay, well then we'll take Jordan Davis. Like, I don't think they moved up for solely just for that purpose, but I think they had other options in play just in case. The only thing is... Like, I think they if, were going for wide receiver. But if they liked Traylon Burks, he was falling. Because, like, at that after Williamson went, you still had Olave was still there, Traylon Burks was still there, and at the time... Uh, J Jamison was still there. I just think they knew that they could have gotten a wide receiver later because it's a stacked wide receiver draft. And yeah, Olave was someone they liked a lot. Um, ideally, they would have loved to have both of them. I would have been thrilled if they got both of them. Um, but at that point, shit, you trade 18, you get A.J. Brown instead. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I would, they had that contract worked out. That, there's no question. Well, they said Jalen Hurts was pushing for him. I actually did not know up until that night that those two were like best friends. Oh, the I was best of friends. Of when A.J. Brown got drafted, guess who was right there next to him when he got that call? Yeah. It was Jalen Hurts. I found all that out. I did not know that. So he goes and he gets his guy. They give him the talent that they need to get. Uh, they give him the talent that he needs to be able to play quarterback, basically. He's got a squad. There's, there's really no excuse for him anymore. We'll get there in a second. But... Um, so, yeah, let's let's just sum up the rest of the draft real quick, okay? They get Cam Jurgens, kind of a surprise pick. Kelsey replacement, who Kelsey might have been handpicking himself. He loved him. Said he's better than he was coming out of college. That's respect. So you get Cam Jurgens in the second round. There's some people who said he was better than Tyler Linderbaum, who went to the Ravens in the first. Pick your poison, yep. okay? It depends on who you ask. Third round... Holy shit, fellas. Steal of the draft. The Philadelphia Eagles took a real linebacker. A real one. I'm okay? A real one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was literally mocked 17th. I had the Eagles picking him at 18. They, the supposedly peck injury was what they were saying. I appreciate and it. And anyone that did their homework found out he's good. Clean bill of health, he's going to be playing in training camp. So the Eagles just got possibly the 17th best player in the draft at a position of need who could be a cornerstone for 10 years, N'Kobe Dean. I've been saying since like when Wagner became a free agent, I was saying I want Wagner and Dean. Wagner for his veteran you have presence, been saying that. and I wanted N'Kobe Dean. N'Kobe Dean is a beast. So they get N'Kobe Dean third round. Third round, all right? Yeah, I, I, there's a big disconnect for me with this. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. I can't believe he went that because long. Because if he was projected 17th overall, best player in the draft, right? How does that fall to the third round? Like, you're telling me 31 other teams <laughs> didn't do their homework? I'm no. not. I'm, there's something else. No. There, he, he there's he no wasn't. logical explanation. you telling me a guy that's 17th overall in the draft, 
fell to the third round because of a pec injury. Yeah. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe that 31 other teams missed out on that. I don't know. I, I just believe don't believe it. it. So there might be more it. to it that we don't know, but what I do know is the kid can fucking play. Yeah, no, no doubt. So I pray that he's healthy. Um, just find he, it really odd. If he needed to get surgery and he skipped it, all right, it kind of worries me. But even if he if he got hurt or something, or if he did get surgery right this minute, they say the Eagles say, hey, go get surgery, and he gets surgery. That's fine. I'm willing to wait at that point. It's Hell a third-round yeah. pick, and someone else is going to do it. It, it was bound to happen at some point. Someone else is going to make the pick. Everybody was surprised. I mean, it's just crazy. I can't believe it to this day. All right. Next up, though, the Philadelphia Eagles. That, well, the next pick was sixth round. They made a bunch of trades. All right. But this is interesting. Today, ESPN, uh, last name is it's, it's Jordan Reed, okay? Jordan Reed and Matt Miller had an article today. They said the best, Jordan Reed said the best value pick in the sixth round of the draft was the Eagles taking, I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Uh, Karan Johnson, another linebacker, outside linebacker who's undersized but has crazy measurables. They said that was the ins uh, that was the value pick of the sixth round. Good. And then you go again in the sixth round. You take another buddy of Jalen Hurts. You get Grant Calcaterra, uh, SMU. They used to play together at uh, Oklahoma. Another tight end. Okay, maybe he's the backup. And then undrafted, they get Carson Strong. Yeah, we were way Who off. we had going in the third round. Experts had him going third round. Everyone sees the talent. I mean, the knee is a, a significant issue, okay? They get Carson Strong. Maybe he's a backup. Uh, if you trade Gardner Minshew, you got options, right? So you get Carson Strong. They got Joshua Job, Alabama corner, who's supposed to go in the fourth round. And then they get another kid out of Clemson. I forget his name right now, so apologies. But another corner who was supposed to go... Probably around the same time frame. Love that. So they didn't get a safety, but they might have addressed corner undrafted. Honey Badger looks like it didn't happen. I told you guys what I thought. I thought they were going to get him. The Saints outbid. So did I. And uh, the Saints are going to get the Honey Badger. So as it stands right now, how are you grading the Eagles? And you can include, obviously, I, I would assume you got to include the A.J. Brown thing because it's that's, that's where they put the 18th pick. Um, so what's your grade on the Eagles right now? For me, it's an A+. Plus, plus, plus. plus. It's the best <laughs> draft I've ever seen the Eagles have. It's the only time where I left a draft and was like, oh, my God, like they really did it. I wasn't confused. I didn't know, like, not know what was going on. I mean, they got A.J. Brown, N'Kobe Dean, and Jordan Davis and didn't give up 23 or 24 first-round picks. Look what the Saints gave up. And there's still, oh, my God, we'll get the to Saints them. gave up. We'll get ton. to them in a minute. But look what the Cardinals gave up for Hollywood Brown. Like, it's, they got, it's crazy. They got, they got hosed. They got more than hosed. Yeah, they but, got And it's like, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But it's like, it's unbelievable. I just, that was the best draft I've ever seen the Eagles have. Like, Howie just seems like he's he, he's starting to get it. He's finally drafting SEC, SEC. players. Yes. The best players playing SEC against the best competition at the best schools. The best teams in the league, yeah. they always take SEC players. Yeah. He's finally learning. Yeah. I, I think he finally learned. No, there was nothing, I'll give him an A plus too. Nothing negative about this draft. I'm giving nothing. him an A plus. And you signed AJ Brown, by the way, to a not. It's not a crazy contract. Well, it's it, it, it's it's where the league's going. Yeah, so I get it. He's still but he's still a, a little bit a lot of money. Yeah. Twenty five mil. That, that'll work. He's getting a little bit more than Devontae Adams. But you gotta do you gotta do to get that wide receiver. That's what hey. you gotta do. 
They that's, gave Jalen Hurts a fair chance. Yes. They, there you go. And that's that's going to be the next subject. But, Nick, what's your grade? What are you I, thinking? I got an A. Um, I just think the A.J. Brown thing, uh, the Jordan Davis was a really good pick. Um, I think he can make an impact for him real, like, you know, off the off the, off the the rip. Um, A.J. Brown's going to make an impact. They got impactful players that can play now. Fast. So, like, you don't have to develop and wait years and years and years. They're actually looking to win now. And you could tell by the A.J. Brown trade. And that's going to open up the things on offense. It, it's, it's sky's the limit for him. If Jalen Hurts is that guy and he, and he progresses again this year, the Eagles are going to be really good. Like, they that's got how all I those picks next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, A.J. Brown, by the way, is only 24 years old, fellas. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the most productive players in the league when he's on the field. I mean, listen, he gets nicked up. He hasn't missed a great deal of games, though, in his career. He's just he gets nicked up, though. Yeah. He does. Yeah. So that's a, a little interesting, but this guy's a freak of nature. He's an absolute freak. Freak ass. Too. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I love it. I, I, I thought I was shocked when I saw it. Like I saw the news. That was I that was a, that was a cool moment, man, because like I feel like I, I'm, I'm really rooting for Hurts, man. Like I Me want too. him to have a fair chance. I feel like the Eagles are giving him a fair shake. And that's all you can ask for. Fact. You know, it's just like, you know. Because there so won't be any questions like there was Let, with Wentz. Let's go to no Hurts angle right, right now. Let's go Hurts. Um, it's pretty obvious. I mean, look, all three of us at this table said this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. They went out. They surprised the world. I think everybody was surprised by this deal because mostly A.J. Brown wasn't leaving. The Titans said they were adamant in keeping him, and something must have changed. Vrabel looked like he was going to kill someone. Vrabel too. looked like he was going to kill someone. Ryan Tannehill just made comments today, or maybe yesterday. He wasn't happy. Um, I mean, that's a foundational piece over there. So, I mean, losing a guy like that, I, I wouldn't be happy either. Yeah, yeah no, you know not at I mean? 24 years old. Yeah, no. So now you give him, first of all, the angle is Jalen Hurts' best friend. Yeah. And now Jalen Hurts has this, guys. This is his team. You got A.J. Brown on one side. You got Devontae Smith on the other, who's good enough to be a one himself. Now he's going to be a two on with single coverage. Single coverage all the way around, honestly. You got Dallas Goddard, who's probably a top five tight end. Not probably. He is, to me. Um, You guys can say whatever you want there. I didn't comment. Yeah, I, I was but just waiting to see. I would have said top ten. I think he's definitely but... top five. You could argue top three. I think he's top five. You got a top three offensive line, if not the best, and that just got better, which is crazy. Seriously, it's so good that they had to release Nate Herbig, who's probably going to start somewhere. That just happened, (laughs) okay? And then you got the number one rushing attack from last year. A bunch of parts, but all guys that could play. I actually think Miles Sanders is going to benefit. He may benefit the most out of this. He's already top 10 yards per carry when he... I mean, it was actually higher than that. It's, I think it was actually top three. Um, I forget the stat. I remember I read this to you guys during the season. There's but he's basically a yards per carry machine when he's on the field. And then Boston Scott, I know how you guys feel. You got Kenny Gainwell. He's awesome. Who's probably going to wind up being the start of this team in a year. Probably, yeah. I mean, Kenny Gainwell, don't forget, he was a, a major good. draft sleeper last year. Loved Everyone loved him. Okay? He's good, man. He could catch, too. So you got him. And, I mean, it really comes down to this. They're loaded. It comes down to quarterback. That's it. If Jalen Hurts is even a top 12 quarterback, this team has 
an offense and defense for that matter that can take you places. They got a loaded roster now. Yeah, I mean, my only concern, and the Godfather just just said, yep. you know, they need a secondary, Agreed. and I totally agree with that because it is a passing league, and teams will expose your worst cornerback, and they will pick on you all day. They're going to go the opposite of Slay, and they're going to absolutely destroy you. Agreed. The only difference that is, is now, that, though, that's major. They'll, they'll go thing. get a couple one-year veterans, and we were hoping it would be Honey Badger as one. Safety's going to be tougher to get. Well, James I think Bradbury the, could possibly be, mm -hmm. be cut by the Giants. Did you see Giants fans are already freaking out because they know if he gets cut, the Eagles are getting him. Well, that, yeah, that's absolutely. a top 10 corner. You have to take him. And one thing that's uh, with the Eagles, too, that I think is being a little bit overlooked with their secondary, their division got significantly weaker. Absolutely. In terms of right now, you could put Slay on McLaurin. You could put Sl the Giants just got a bunch of like dudes. I mean, you could put them on Galladay. You're not really going to get eaten up by anybody else. And then you could put Slay on CD. Like, Dallas losing Amari Cooper, like, that's going to be very, very impactful. Can't wait so, to talk about them. So, like, when you look at that, this, the Eagles now have a lot better chance to actually win those six games. And those are so important. Because now the Sixers are, I mean, the Sixers, the Eagles are the best team, in my opinion, in the division. Yeah, I, I already so. said to you, I, think so. I said to you before the draft, they're winning the division. And I feel even stronger about that. They, I mean, I think they have we'll this, talk about the Cowboys in a sec and, they and Washington have, and the Giants, but, like, yeah. really... The Eagles killed all. I mean, the Giants had a great draft. The Eagles killed the other two in the draft. Giants did have a good draft. The Giants uh, yeah. had a good draft. Yeah, if you look at it, too, here's the crazy thing. Surprising, right? They need a quarterback. I, I, I'm yeah, telling you, they, they need a fucking quarterback. They do. <laughs> That'll be next year. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, the Eagles now have the best wide receiver in the division, mm -hmm. the second best quarterback in the division, and like the, the running back, I mean, I guess you, you could, could argue by he's the best. By committee, we have the best situation. Because Saquon Barkley is... That's offensive line. I don't know what happened to Saquon Barkley. Zeke is on his way down. Oh, and damn. I, I guess you, you, think, good. you think the Eagles have the second-best quarterback? Yeah, why? Oh, you took oh, him over I know Carson? what you're saying, Wentz. Yeah, he's, oh. a, he's accomplished more. I'm a Wentz guy, but you I'm a realist. You changed. I thought you, you had Wentz over him. Nah. Okay. I think Wentz is still better right now. I think Wentz, Wentz has a higher ceiling, but Wentz hasn't hit that ceiling yet, where Jalen Hurts has already done a little bit more than him. So I, I would rock with Hurts. He's definitely a little less uh, boomer bust because he, he makes pretty decent decisions with the ball. Hertz, so Carson, Hertz I still makes, think, is better, but he, yeah. he definitely makes those mistakes at the worst times. Hurts makes the boring plays, and the boring plays keep you in the game. Well, look, there's no excuse for the guy now. I think we at least can agree with that, right, guys? Yeah, he's going to do awesome. Yeah, I'm no. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a good year, man. I'm excited to see him because in, real, in reality, I, think he's be a lot better. I haven't rooted for some. I haven't rooted. I mean, I was a huge Carson Wentz fan. I still am. But, like, I didn't like Hurts in the very beginning just because of how I felt about Wentz and what the Eagles organization did to him. Emotions. But just, like, his leadership. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. His leadership and all that, I just became, like, I just became a huge fan. I, I, I really, I'm I really, really want it to work out because guess what? Not only, like, do I love the guy, but if it works out and the Eagles have a franchise quarterback or even one that's close okay we're set like a top 12 guy i'm not asking much here i'm asking him to jump eight spots and think about this if they get that and they have all those picks next year look the fuck out in 2023 hertz and aj brown have an 11.6 million dollar cap hit in 2024 it's 15.6 that's nothing. Well, look, this is nothing. the reason why you can bring in an A.J. Brown because you're not paying quarterback money yet. They're going to have to pay him at some point. So, like, we know this is the year. It's make or break. If yeah. he's not good enough, he'll make if it. he's not up to snuff, he's out. Yeah, he'll make it. They have the flexibility. They get him, they get a late first for him. They'd have three firsts to move up for, for uh, Bryce Young. So what if the Eagles make the playoffs and lose in the, in the wild card? Is, is he gone? No, Dep no way. It all depends on how he plays getting there. It really does. Uh, all we need to know is if, if he could throw the football. 
Because he's got the he's got the measurables to do it. Hold on, Rufus. can he make good? I'm now, so happy you now, said that. Now, what I'm saying is, if I know the Eagles won a division, right? They won a division. Just say at ten and seven. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, here, right? They have a home playoff game as a fourth seed. Yep. They lose that game. Yep. And Hurts does okay. Yeah. But they lose. What do you do? In my opinion, I keep him. If, if he shows signs of development, because yeah, it can happen. All the depends on for me. Season. However, this is why I believe that you're going to see signs of development. Catch radius. He's not throwing. Like, it's a lot different when you're throwing the A.J. Brown and dudes that can catch the ball. They can make bad throws look like good good throws. Yeah. Because it's happened with True. Dak. It's happened with Daniel Jones. It's happened with Mahomes. Like, there are times where quarterbacks don't throw accurate passes. And the wide receiver just makes a good play. Like, one that actually comes to mind, like, um, in the Super Bowl when it was the Steelers versus the uh, Cardinals, that throw by Ben Roethlisberger, that was a good throw, but that was a better catch. Yeah, by That's Antonio true. Holmes. Yeah, and true. That, but those catches make Ben make the quarterback look better. So, see, I don't know if I can agree with that though. Like, I think that throw was legitimately perfect enough I think, I think for too, for the defenders to not. Be able to, you know, knock it down. I knew what you're saying. It's fair. And it was yeah. a tight window, and it was the only spot that it could possibly be completed. Yeah, Nick, you're, so like, you're but, right. I, but I know what you're saying, though. I 100% get what you're saying. Like, the catch radius does matter. It yeah. might not have been the right analogy. No, yeah. but it was, I'm with him. You're right. I got it. I got you, it. You're both right, really. I got it. 100%. Because I would actually probably give you that. No, I'm with you. The throw yeah. was. The it, throw it was, it was, was pretty special. fucking nice. Yeah. I'm with you. I get it. It, yeah. it does make a difference. You could, say, you could say the catch in the Super Bowl with uh, Julio Jones against New England. You know, that was a big catch for them. I mean, it, it's not talked about anymore. It's all forgotten. Yeah. But in the fourth quarter, when it was like three minutes left and he made that big catch, mm -hmm. that's not talked about it. But I know what you're talking about. That's an ex that, that's an example yeah. of the catch radius. The point about. is, yeah, these guys yeah, can, I know what you mean. can help the quarterback tremendously. And there's no question at this point that he's got everything he needs. So there's really no excuse. I think that this is a good thing, though, for the franchise. I think it's good for the fans because it's clear-cut now. It's either he can do it or he can't. There's not going to be a middle ground. It's either he is a franchise quarterback or he's not because he got everything around him now. You answer that question. Did they do enough to surround him? He's made yes, of the right shit. they did. He's made he of the is. right shit. I really hope it works out. It's Me not too. just for, for, really for the good. sake that we like the guy, but it's yeah. for the franchise, too. It would be great if it works out. Yeah, it really would. They're going to be perennial contenders if they have their franchise quarterback and they got two first-rounders next year. Two oh, seconds. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. I mean, they're loaded. So, Howie Roseman, psh, uh, you know what? I'll, Kudos, this is, this is for him. Oh, the ball. that's always a crowd pleaser. I got I'm you. a pleaser. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, we got to replay this. All right. Yeah, now keep that in the background. You got it. You got to do it. All right. Come on. Just give him a little flap, guys. Division winners next year. On camera. Division winners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we do this every time Philly Phil's not here. He'll be back though. Um, man, that's that's great, guys. Played the fucking song. Got to. We need the Godfarf here. Yeah, he his eyes will be bulging out of his fucking head. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Eagles for you right there. All right. Next up, fellas. I think this is a good point to move on. We we did pretty well with time here. Okay? It's about time. Now it's the overall draft. All right? We're cool with doing it now. We don't yeah. want to save this. We're cool with doing it now. Yeah, yeah. Let's I think we're good. I think we're good. 
All right. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, I, I think we got to do it. I'm so excited to talk about this. Biggest winners and losers. I think that's the best place to start. I think the Eagles were one. We already said we each gave them. Uh, Mike and I gave them A pluses. Nick gave them an A. So they're one of the biggest winners. But who else was among the biggest winners? And I guess we just kind of we we should have done NFC East while it was relevant. Do we want to backtrack a minute? No, I mean we could just because we kind of we kind of we could at least just point out one thing real quick before we get into the biggest winners. I'll start with the biggest losers, actually, because two of them are NFC East teams for me. Dallas Cowboys get F, and the Washington Commanders, they get an F. <laughs> Atrocious. The Giants, I probably would lean A-, minus. honestly. Yeah, they're drift. The Giants right. nailed it, um, but they don't scare me yet. They're not, not even close, all right? They'll be a top, uh, top five pick next year. But two of the teams in, in the NFC East, this is the other part of the Eagles aspect, all right? Two of them get an F for me. Do you guys agree? I think um, they were horrible. So and reaches reaches from both teams. Dallas, I mean, I would I would give them – I mean, I would probably lean there. I just don't think it was I, – I don't I don't know. It's hard to judge them because they, ha, they did that with Travis Frederick, and he turned out to be awesome. They reached for him, and he was great. The only issue with Dallas is they picked a guy who's a penalty guy. You want to know what I was doing when Dallas got up in the first round? I'm thinking, fuck, they're going to get Jermaine Johnson. Yeah. They... Motherfuckers, it's exactly what they need. And he fell right on their lap, and they didn't do it. And they tried to trade back, You can't... and they failed. They were trying to trade back. That's why they took up the whole clock. Here's the thing. With with the Cowboys, you... <laughs> God, <far. laughs> Love it. The Cowboys just, they have, they're an undisciplined team, and you're taking an undisciplined lineman. I don't understand it, especially with what's his face falling right near their lap. They tried. They tried to get cute. They pulled a Howie Roseman. They tried to get cute instead of just pl- picking the best player available that could have helped them. Um, and then I would say the other loser to me was the Cardinals and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots, Patriots get an F for me. As the well. Patriots, I feel like they reached. Um, I don't. Here's the thing. I trust Bill Belichick to a degree because he 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 just sucks at drafting wide receivers. But the only reason I'm saying they had a bit, I think they had a bad overall offseason in general because they they didn't surround Mac Jones with anything. And that's a problem when you're in an offensive league. Like, he's being set up to fail right now. Devontae Parker's not going to be enough. No, no. They, needed, they needed one so, more guy. It sucks. And it's like, you know, it's, it's odd. But for them to draft that guy out of Chattanooga is like, I mean, I thought it was unprofessional what the Rams did. But because you got to be a little bit more humble, but that was hilarious, like that. though. But yeah, it was what everyone was thinking. Let's oh, be yeah. honest. Yeah, it's it, it was strange. So to me, the the biggest losers are the Cowboys, the Patriots, and the Cardinals. Why do you got the Cardinals there? Just out of curiosity, because I'm seeing I I actually saw a couple things say they had an A. I would probably give them a B minus. So to me, with the Cardinals, is it having to do with Hollywood Brown? Yeah, I just feel like taking getting rid of your 23rd pick and taking Hollywood Brown in a contract year. I just I think it's an issue because you already have your quarterback starving for his money, and now if you get him in there, and yeah, he's, that's, that's a good point. I didn't give it that way. That's going to be his number one now for six games. So Kyler, the DeAndre first, Hopkins suspended everybody. The first six and games, and he's not. The appeal is a wash. It's not happening. The first, I just, it's saying it for yeah. people who don't know. Go the ahead. first six games of the season for Kyler are going to be big if he doesn't get his money, which I don't know how that situation is going to play out because he said he's not playing. But if those six games are going to be huge for him, and you don't have Kyler saying he's not coming back, and you just blew your twenty-third pick on a wide receiver that really hasn't, like, 
he hasn't really done much. Now, I don't know if that's because Lamar's not the best thrower. He had a great season this year, though. we got to be honest about that. It was, yeah, it was But mid. also, the year before that, <laughs> it was an injury. It was mid. I mean, let's call, uh, no, let's call it No, this year, he was, he he was, was dynamic good. this not year. 20, not 20 overall. But they're not a, If they're he not was so a, dynamic, he would be in everybody's fantasy lineup. He, he was mids. If he was in your lineup, he was a value pick this year. He was all right. But the problem the problem is they're not a passing team. So I, yeah, it's kind of hard to judge. I got you. You know? Like I, I, I think he's that. I think but he's extremely talented. They lost Kirk too, and now they don't have V Hop. He's gonna be doubled because nobody on that offense really scares you anymore. Adriel Jeremiah don't scare you. Yeah. <laughs> Zag. <laughs> Zaggers. I actually like him this year in fantasy. Facts. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, don't go by me though. I'll be in a romper and skeeters in coming months because he will last. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't forget. Wow, <laughs> that's gonna be epic. Yeah, put it on, on TikTok. That better. I was just gonna say that better be on the talk. It Killing will. it. By the way, you can expect this show to be on TikTok Live Thursday. Soon come. Mm-hmm. We'll save that for Thursday. What you think? Who's your biggest losers? Yeah, go ahead. Um. The Patriots, of course, with, you know, I mean, a wide receiver loaded draft and you don't draft a wide receiver, you're scared at that point. You're a little scarred from your previous past about drafting wide receivers. That's, That's a good point. I All think, right. I think, I think the Patriots are in the works for a wide receiver via trade still. Anyone in particular? Maybe DK, Nick. You, you were saying that. I, I do. Oh, Maybe. I almost forgot too. The Packers. <laughs> Biggest what, loser. Really? I, 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 Aaron Rodgers didn't get him up. I like their draft. I like their draft I, listen, too. I, I'm with you. The North Dakota State kid, he's got talent. I don't think he's a number one. Okay. So, do, do they do enough for the receiving room? Probably not. I mean, that's going to be a, a mids kind of unit. <laughs> right? You saying that is unbelievable. I know, but like, I didn't love it. I think the kid's got talent, but you're asking a lot out of a kid who's Division One double A. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it's yeah i hear why you would say that i think i think that they made some pretty good picks otherwise they're just not popular ones that's that's kind of it you know i mean and the other team by the way the chiefs who needed a receiver i thought they they had an excellent draft i mean sky Moore again like you're asking him to do a lot but um at least him walking in that situation he's got less pressure on him than the north Dakota state kid does yeah because they at least have something there to work with. Like Aaron Rodgers, man, God bless him. Good God luck. bless his patience. Um, and they'll still win a division, Mike. Okay. All but right, the Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs answered it. All right. They, they, they did enough. I think it's not going to be like the best unit in football, but they definitely are a good unit. Now they went from being like, you know, they went from being where the Packers are currently to you know an upper third kind of a unit there because they still have travis kelsey yeah i I mean and also the jaguars too like i don't i don't understand i mean you take an outside linebacker number one overall right but then you draft two more within the first 70 picks like to me it doesn't you you took three linebackers in the first 70 picks of the of the draft i'm confused man trayvon walker are you referring to him as a linebacker? I guess. He's a D-end. D-end, linebacker, still, hybrid, whatever. Yeah. It's still the same thing. The point main. is, yeah, you're still talking. They they took two more pass rushers in addition. It doesn't make any sense. If you believe in your number one pick, why are you taking two other players? For depth? What are we talking about here? You got you are the worst team. Depth. In the, you are the worst team in the fucking league. You have other needs. You need to address them. I, I understand free agency. They got Zay Jones. 
um, Christian Kirk and stuff like that. But, like, you got other needs on that team. You didn't go 2-14 and 14 because of your linebacking court. Like, let's just <laughs> call it what it is. That's it's factual. So, facts. it doesn't even make any sense. So, for me, like, that was a big failure for me. Good call um, out there, Nick. I wasn't even thinking of them because I was so distracted by the Cowgirls and yeah. and uh, the Patriots, to be honest. Yeah, they were. I, I wasn't even thinking about anybody else. You know, you know what it is with just the Patriots? That, it was that bad. The Patriots try to outsmart everybody. Uh-huh. And they do it to, like... It's it's almost like a detriment to him now. Now they're smug. Nick, didn't yeah, it feel because, like? Because I think, and, and here's another thing too. Go ahead, go like ahead. I'll point out, and I, this is not my love for Brady, but when you have a guy like Tom Brady and you missing your first round picks, doesn't matter. It dampers the blow a little bit. You know what I mean? Whereas when you got a, a second year quarterback who's trying to progress, you need to get him weapons. So it's not. It, it's going to be even more of an exposure of your of your draft failure if he's a bust. That's where. I'm like, I'm at with that. Nick, didn't you know it, what I mean? Didn't it feel like, I'm, I'm with you by the way. Didn't it feel like, Bill Belichick was taking a page out of Howie Roseman's book? Yep. Circa uh, 2020. Yeah. Howie Roseman's circa 2020 and below. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of how it felt. They well, reached in well, every single round of that draft. Yeah, but like every I, one. I don't know much about this guy Cole Strange, but I gotta be honest with you. I mean, when I was looking Strange at Strange pick. Yeah, yeah, like when I was looking at everybody's mock boards, like he wasn't even in the first round at all. They had him in the third round. Most, by all accounts, most people had him third round. It felt like Marcus Smith. I gotta be honest, right? I gotta be honest. A little bold take, a little off topic, but within the same thing, Patriots are going to struggle this year to make the playoffs. I'm just saying that before we in. get there, but because Miami got a hell of a lot better. Hmm. And Buffalo is probably right now the best overall team in the, in the league. Patriots aren't getting in. We'll yeah. see. It's tough. It's tough for them. And I'm, I'm kind of happy about it because I don't want to hear no more that Belichick, uh, Brady needed Belichick because he did it. And He's that kind of already shown us that. That argument's dead. Well, he has right? a Super Bowl without yeah. him. Yeah. So. That argument's dead. Yeah, it's that argument is forever dead. I don't want to hear it Because he won no the Super Bowl without him. So I don't want to hear like, it no more. Yeah. A year later, nonetheless. Yeah. But Belichick, <laughs> that is still haunting his ass. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, he's losing sleep too. That's why he's making those picks because he's trying to he's trying to make one of those crazy picks that hits and it's an instant impact. Yeah. And I mean, like, and it's like, and it's like, oh my God! Look at Bill Belichick's like draft history. He took Cole Strange. Everybody <laughs> called him crazy. Yeah. He's a genius. That's yeah. He also took Enkil Harry. <laughs> he's yeah yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and he took Sony Michelle over Josh Jacobs, right? Was hey, that who it was? He, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we ain't going to uh, do that. What's no, wrong with that? Josh bit? Jacobs. Oh, wait. Why aren't they the same no, back? It was, it was really close. Close. He's good. He's not as good as Josh Jacobs. Well, he's got a ring. Oh, my God. He's got a ring, dog. He went. I'm not doing it. No, don't do and this. Hold on. And hold on. Oh, and he scored no. the only touchdown in that Super Bowl that he played in. Sony Michelle, give me him over okay. uh, JJ. Wow. You heard me. I mean, you I don't saw, really, did you I don't see really care for either of them. He played really well when he came in. And yeah, then he not? got hurt, and he fell off a cliff. The proverbial clip. I cliff. You. I really hate you. Wait, he's got a ring. <laughs> you guys are crazy. That's actually psychotic Nick, and you, iconic. Nick, that was psychotic and iconic. All right. All right, next up, guys, the biggest winners of the draft, and we already said Eagles. Who else you got? The, I actually thought the Jets. Yo. Mm-hmm. Yo, the Jets, if Zach Wilson is like, if he's even middies, the Jets will be okay. And to me, another team, the Lions. Yo. Oh, yeah, they nailed it. Yo, the Lions are on the up, for real. And I think that with the foundation and the, the culture that Dan Campbell is building, and I, here's the thing. I think Jared Goff can play. 
He's, he's not a right. star. He's all but right. But I think with pieces, I mean, you've seen with pieces around him, he can play. Their offense with DeAndre Swift, Amon Ra, and uh, and um, Jamison Williams, and I forget their, um, who's their uh, tight end? I forget the dude's name. He's a good. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. They have a good offense. Yeah. And I feel like they play for both Goff and Campbell. So I think the, the Lions had a good draft. I think the Jets had a great draft. What would you grade these guys just for the record? We're not going to grade everybody, by the way. People. I would give both. Okay. I would honestly, I would give both like towards an A because yeah. just because like they've been known to do dumb shit. And I feel like they actually got it right. I mean, the Jets, I completely agree with you. I, I am blown away at the job that Joe Douglas has done. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Listen to this draft, guys. You get Sauce Gardner, Stud. fourth. Stud. You get Garrett Wilson, probably the best receiver in the class. Stud. Okay. You get Jermaine Johnson, who they... I thought they were taking him at 10. Yeah, me too. I thought the Jets were taking him at 10. I would have bet on this, guys. Is anyone else confused at how many big names were dropping down this board? I can't believe he dropped. And you guys know what I said. I kept saying, if he's there at 18, the birds better take take him. him. Yes. Well, here's the thing. you got to do it. This was the draft of uncertainty, though. Not with wide receivers, though. But for, for me, that guy right there was almost a top 10 lock. Like, he was... At worst, 11 or 12. Wait, who? Garrett Jermaine Wilson? Johnson. Oh, Jermaine Johnson. Johnson, I'm sorry. Jermaine Johnson, and they trade back in to get him. <laughs> Masterful. Yeah. And then, Brees Hall. I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. They take Brees Hall in the second round. And really, I mean, <laughs> I, I really like everything that they did. I'm looking at the whole draft right now. And then last year, I like they, all they, the picks. They go out and get Jeremy Rucker, who's going to probably be a pretty good tight end for him. Mike, and then last year, after they drafted Zach Wilson, they traded up and took a stud offensive lineman. Like, the last two years for their... They've probably had the best, if not... I gave them an A last three, year. Yeah, top three draft in the last two years. Both Ooh. drafts. The Jets. They, they. I would honestly agree with you. I mean, the Jets I gave them an on, A last uh, year. On Zach Wilson. But just the fact that they actually traded back up to get protection for him, ultra rare. Yeah, awesome. It was for the overall body of work. Like, they were nailing every pick. And really, it, it comes down to Zach Wilson now. Yeah. And that's it. It comes down to Zach Wilson. If he could play at all, if he could be anything as to what people were saying, yeah. a lot of people said that he was the best QB in the class. If he's even close. They're on the up, too. They're on the up. They could be one of those like like that's the AFC East too. So like the Jags and the Jets. I mean the Jags didn't do so well in this, in this draft. I agree with Nick, but like the overall turnaround um, with everything else that these teams have done. Like the Jags pretty did a pretty decent job in free agency. I know they overpaid, but they they filled the gaps and they were already kind of like a sleeper defense. Mm-hmm. So like I, I think that Doug Peterson is going to get a lot out of Trevor Lawrence. I'm I just like saying the Jags year. and the Jets could both be relevant in a year. I think the Jags will be. I don't think the Jags will be a they, pushover next year. They they're both going to be like a well, tough they out this year. They weren't against the Colts. <laughs> yeah. They owned the Colts. Hey, yeah, they were. They owned them the last couple of years. Too. They they literally own them. And the Colts even said like, look, this defense is very good. You saw on, on I Hard would, Knocks. I would not like be they, shocked if the Jags won six seven games this year. They're both going to be tough outs this year. And that division's weak right there. The Jags. They're going to be an annoying team. Yep. Because mm-hmm. they're going to be well coached. Mm-hmm. Doug Peterson is a good coach. And he gambles. His players love him. He takes calculated risks. Yeah. He gambles, but it's not like it's not with, um, what Staley does in, in uh, Los Angeles. And it's not what, well, last year, I don't know what uh, John Harbaugh was doing with those those uh, two point conversion calls. Yeah, I don't get it. But yeah. different little, story for a different yeah. day. Well, speaking of John Harbaugh, oh. the Ravens get an A from me. Absolutely. I was just going to say that. Missing on. 
Like literally, the guys that they wanted kept getting taken the pick before, and they made it work anyway. They, you Vanderbom know that they love safety. Okay, I love. Their they get draft. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, he's a beast. Kyle Hamilton, Tyler Linderbaum, and David Ojabo. That's your top three picks. And you Again, traded these Hollywood three, for three, the 23rd pick. So calculate a risk. Three first round <laughs> talents right there. You got how you, you got the got 23rd yeah. overall pick for Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Well, they Just, gave up a 23rd and the 100th pick in the draft for Hollywood. That's well, they, they didn't. I mean, look, there was rumors already that they were saying Bateman's their number one, this and that. They got Mark Andrews. They need another guy, obviously. Um, but still, if you're not going to pay the guy and that's what you get for him, that's a pretty good trade-off. It's almost like, hey, we got the pick that we gave up to get him, and we got it right back. And we go and we get our center for the future, and that's got to be killing Steelers fans. It's got to be. I mean, I see everyone's reaction to, to the Kenny Pickett shit, and I'm not so sure how I feel. I, I would have taken Malik Willis personally. He fell. However, that's we're going to get there in a sec. Malik Willis, yo. The stuff he was putting on Twitter during the draft showed a lot of humility mm -hmm. and why people like him, man. He's the type of people, he's guys that win over locker rooms. That is a football player that you want in your locker room. Because he's True. humble. He's humble. Ryan he's, Tannehill he's, wasn't thrilled. Did you see that? Yeah, but he's 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 he's, he's actually mid. He'll be out for next him year. to be talking like that. He'll be out next year. And not for nothing. The Titans, when he said I'm not mentoring him, the Titans should have been ecstatic. Because I don't want Ryan Tannehill no. mentoring him. No. Hell no. But who else do we got? Is there any other teams that you want to include in the winners list? I'm I'm thinking that I, I feel pretty good about what I said. I don't like handing out A's. Like, I don't hand out A's for fun. I was only going to include my A's here. And, and the Giants were pretty close, by the way. But I'm not going to I'm I'm be of, like... What do you think about the Falcons? Drake London and then getting Desmond Ritter. What do you think? Because they got Desmond Ritter late. Some people, like I see, like they love the body of work from the Falcons. I saw them get an A. I think it was PFF gave them an A. Um, I, I would be more tempted to say, like, B+. Plus. Just I think that they the got... unknown. Ebiketti and Anderson, those were pretty good picks to me. Um, Ritter, though, I see why they did it. I mean, look, you're taking them in the third round, so no big deal. I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I would have still taken Willis again there. Mm -hmm. um, Drake London, he's got the tools, but I, like... I don't know, man. I don't know. You know what's I crazy? don't know. Like, these Pac-10 receivers I really scare like the me Saints. a little bit. I, I, I think the Saints, I, I like their draft. Do you? I do. I like that, that uh, Alave kid. I just think they paid a lot to get him, though. I think I think he's I think he's legit. And he's from Ohio State. You know who else is from Ohio State? Michael Thomas. Guess who's coming back? Michael Thomas. <laughs> Guess who else is coming back? Jameis Winston. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what and it's I was not, getting ready to get to my point. It's not a terrible thing for Chris Olave. I was Olave, getting though. ready to get to my point. This team is a quarterback away from being serious Super Bowl contenders. Yo, Winston played all right last year, though. For real. Before he got hurt. David I'm six I was two. saying no, 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 no. that to you guys. I'm talking about Super Bowl. I'm not talking about playing all right. I'm talking about Super Bowl. If they are one good quarterback away from being Super Bowl contenders. They have a, I'm a serious. great roster. I'm serious, man. Trevor Penning was a great pick, too. Don't sleep That's on a great way yes, to make up for exactly. Teron Armstead. If they they, they had everything but a QB. That's correct. Exactly. And you don't know about the head coach. That's no. The break's on Dennis Allen. Yo, he, we'll he, see. He shut Brady out. He's he's done he's yeah, done when well. He was a coordinator when he no, was in Oakland, he took he over that he took over the game for Sean Payton. Sean Payton was out due to COVID. We'll see. Yeah, but it was still Sean Payton's game plan. 
Possibly. Second chance out. could be good for him. I mean, he's done well in New Orleans. It was for whole. Pete Carroll, so I'll give you that. So That's fair. We'll see. Like I listen, I'm not I'm not here to say like I like the fact that he's the head coach, but I think that he could do something. And you know what's crazy is that I feel like if the Saints didn't sign Jameis Winston and they didn't have a quarterback and they drafted one, I feel like that would have been the perfect landing spot for Baker Mayfield. It would have. It honestly it really would have. He would have, have did been. really well there. Yeah, he would have. That, that, that city gets yelled. Yeah, yeah. They rallied behind. It, it would have worked for him. They really but, do. Yeah. Jameis is there anyway. Yeah, I know. And that's a shame. I mean, I think the biggest loser in the whole thing is Baker Mayfield. But, yeah. I mean, that's just that's yeah. all Baker I Baker and say. Jimmy are both not going to be starting this year. Yeah. That's the way it looks. That's and insanity. I got to be honest, man. Nah, because somebody will get hurt. Yeah. I don't mean it like that. I, I don't, I don't know. Know. It's just bound to happen. You're playing football. You're, you're playing it happened with the Vikings with yeah. Sam Bradford, and that's how Wentz got the job. Somebody's going to go down. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It just <sighs> it's the way it goes. You never know, but, like. Do they go and get one of those guys? They're already going to be on teams by then, probably. I don't know. If that. I mean, I really... Those two are in some shit. I really don't know. But that's a different discussion for a different day. I biggest, think... Biggest, I think... Uh, I, I, just one more point. You're good. You're good. I think one, I think my favorite, like if I had to pick my favorite, it would probably be the Jets or the Lions, and I would lean towards the Lions. I really like what they did, man. The Lions are... Stupid. I think, like... You pairing Jamison Williams, who's an explosive receiver, with Amon Ross St. Brown. Hey, yo. They got weapons. And they got DeAndre yo, Swift, too. DeAndre Swift have is good. And Nick, by the way, good. no one talks about their offensive line. They got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yeah. No Penny, one talks about it. Anchored this. by Penny Sewell. Yeah, last year. There you go. And he slipped a little bit. He slipped to like six or seven, didn't he? Because they were saying that they couldn't he believe did. he was seven. passed up. They seven. Were, that was when they were taking like Trey Lance and all them boys. And you know what they got? They got mentality. They got blue-collar mentality. They have a coach in there that's not going to, like, let them slack. He's going to be on their ass, Paul's. Like back and, pockets. And I, I, I really I, I think, like, just he's a guy that you want to play for. And I think Facts. they're going to really rally around them. I think the Lions are up and coming, man. If they, they can are. get that quarterback situation figured out, is Jared Goff the answer? Maybe. He went to a Super Bowl a couple years ago, but he was with the Rams. They had a really good roster, too. I'm rooting for Goff, too. But they're, yeah, they're, like comfortable, if he do all right. they're comfortable with him. Yeah, absolutely. They are. And, and if they if they are, you already seen what he could do when he has a supporting cast. Maybe he, he does all right, you know? Yeah. That's the best we could say about Jared Goff they're going to get point. after the quarterback with the uh, – you know, their second overall pick in Aiden Hutchinson. Like, I, I like what they did, man. He's I, good, I really, too. Yeah, he's a beast. Aiden Hutchinson's good. Yeah. Yeah. Really they, good. They ran, they ran to home, the podium. Bro. They he's, ran to the podium. Yeah. So it worked Appar out. Apparently, they got in trouble because they handed in the card too quickly yeah. or something like that. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. So, I think we kind of answered this already. And if not, we'll make this very quick because we need to move on. Biggest surprises, steals, and reach. Biggest surprise... It's a tie for me. Had to be Nakobe Dean slipping, Jermaine Johnson slipping, and Same. then um, the quarterbacks, clearly, biggest surprises. Mine, Do we agree? Yeah, my biggest surprise is, like, number one overall is Nakobe Dean. That talent going to the third round, and the point you brought up is what are we missing with 31 other teams just letting him slide to the third round? I don't understand. This happens sometimes, yeah. you know? This, yeah. this stuff happens sometimes. I don't know, but, yeah. The Nicobe Eagles aren't Dean. usually on the winning end of that. So Normally Dallas. There you go. <laughs> Uh, biggest steal, probably the same thing. Kobe Dean. Dean. All right, enough said. No, I think the biggest steal was actually A.J. Brown. I mean, you get a guaranteed uh, Pro Bowl wide receiver for that pick and a third-round pick. I mean, I mean, that's a good point, if, dude. What I'm not going to argue it. Like, what if you draft a wide receiver and he's another uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside? 
Yeah, or got, he's another Rieger. You got like, the sure thing. You he's got 24. Sure, exactly. You got the sure thing. Oh, you sure up your backup. You got the sure thing for a pick 18. <laughs> and you gave up a third round pick. Who cares? And he signed for four years. Facts. Long term. Stability. Accountability. Biggest, I agree. Biggest reach Not had stable. to be Cole Strange, right? <laughs> Cole Strange is the biggest reach. Uh, it's between yeah, that and uh, I can't even think of the other one. Tyler Smith? Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, probably between those two. I think Cole Strange is the bigger reach. Yeah, I do too. I, I literally even said, like, I said to my wife, I turned over to her, I'm like, literally, his last name defines the pick. It was a fucking strange pick. It really it was. was. Strange. I, his I name is it. forever going to be that strange. Yeah, that yeah. strange pick that Unless... the Patriots made in 2022. All right, fellas, we got to move on. All right. You know what time it is. The NBA playoffs. Mm -hmm. Semi-finals round. Okay. <clears throat> Sixers played last night. That's why we moved the show back. So we kind of have to cover this. Uh, we're probably going to go, what, like 5-10 over tonight. That's Eat. all good. Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's all good. Listen, the draft. They love us here. The draft was absolutely yeah, worth it. I could sit here and I could talk three shows about this draft. It was insanity, okay? That said, we need to make our predictions. Because I know, like, look, we have our brackets. All right? Uh, Nick and I, we both only had one pick wrong. I'm, I'm in the lead because of... The games I picked, I guess. We both had the Nets wrong. Mm. Um, Pauls, you had the Jazz and... The Wolves. The Wolves. So, you're bringing up the rear, but you like that, though. I told you. John was in, but... All right. That's fine. John hey, going home, so... We'll see. We'll see. He He'll totally missed well totally miss what I just we said. We will see. Yeah, I, he I totally just missed what I said. I heard it. I just had to ignore it. <laughs> I, I got to be honest, man. I think you're wrong, but okay. All right. I know but I'm right. The 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 brackets are the brackets, okay? We still we we're allowed to make predictions based on what we've seen so far. So um maybe we save the Sixers for last because we might give them an extra couple minutes, right? Yeah, that's fine. And by the way, to the audience, just so you know, we have not forgotten about the Nets. They're just so unimportant and irrelevant. We'll rip them up on Thursday. We're, we're going to rip them up, and it's probably Thursday. Actually, it, it's most likely Thursday because yeah, we'll there's not going to be too much that happens between then and, and uh, Thursday, to, between now and Thursday. So uh, we'll shit on the Nets. Don't worry. It literally says shit on the Nets. Okay? I took the Bucks tonight. You, All right, Bucks Celtics. Bet. Yeah, I bet the That's Bucks where we'll start. The Warriors. Guys, I got the Bucks in six. Sorry, That's my here. prediction. And, and look, like it's going to be a battle, a tough six games. I just think the experience wins out. And that's kind of what I'm seeing so far. Me too. And Giannis is just head and shoulders the best player in the series. He really has changed the narrative on him so fucking much. So here's the thing right? with Giannis. Giannis isn't a big guy that's about the brand. So I feel like sometimes he gets overlooked because, like, you got Durant on a podcast, LeBron's doing a shop, this one's doing that. He's in a small market. And he just plays the game and has fun and goes about his business. That's why I think he gets overlooked. He is the most overlooked superstar and it took me until this year to actually realize like how dominant he is. Uh, he totally he shifted is, the narrative though. What and makes just, him overlooked? Just here. Because he doesn't have the moxie that like those superstars carry. Like he, because he's not like like he goes to the podium, he tells a dad joke, he answers his question, he goes to his game, and then he's kind of humble and low key. You know what else it is too, Mike? He's it's not because a big everyone that identifies the NBA like the way they see the NBA now, it's a shooting league, and this guy don't shoot. That's kind of, like, part of it. But he scores. Like, that's the thing is he doesn't have to be a shooter to score the basket. Yeah. 
The you know, I mean, like he's so in terms. He's of, just a beast. So in terms of what you're talking about about Giannis, about being like not in the spotlight, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say the same thing about Jokic? No, because Jokic isn't that good. What? Not, not like he's not as good as Giannis. Oh, but he's he's in the MVP conversation. He because possibly of, back to back MVPs. That's got to count for something. It accounts for. He's really good. I just no, don't I'm think just he's the same level I, of player. I'm just. I agree with that, yeah. but like, is it the same thing with Jokic? Like, yes and no. Should I mean, he have more notoriety within the league? And well, he has notoriety. No, I'm I'm talking about like people sleep on him. Do you think people sleep on him just as much as Giannis? I, I do mean, not. how come? The, I mean, how come they don't say Jokic is a top three player in the league? Well, you want to know why? He's not. I, I, but why not? Pay he's, close if attention. He's back to back MVPs. You you gotta count for. You want to know why, Nick? Right. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Pay close like, attention to how the players keep talking about this. The players are saying Embiid's MVP. The players are saying Giannis is the other MVP. I don't. I hardly see any player saying Jokic is MVP. It's like they all know he's good, but he's not like that level of good. And, yeah. and the media says differently. The coaches are kind of with the players. So it's like it's kind of like this is what you're being told to believe. You're being told to believe that Jokic is this otherworldly guy, and, and he's very good. Like he's he's and top ten player, no question. Jokic is like when he runs up the court, he's sloppy. Yeah. Like he just he doesn't look like he's a dominant basketball player, he's but he he, he he's is. giving you thirty five points. He's a top ten player. Twelve rebounds and eight and eight boards. So it's like to me, just with Jokic, it's and here's the thing, Jokic low key, he's an asshole, pushing right. people from behind. He does he does shit that Patrick Beverly does. Don't fuck with him. No, don't bro. fuck with him. No, it, no, no. In the heat of the moment, no. some. You are in the middle of a game. He hurts his you are, team with these decisions, though. You are in the heat of the moment, and somebody does something to you that really pisses you off. Yeah. This guy don't give a fuck, man. This guy's coming after you. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna send a message to say, yo, you keep fucking with me, I'm going to come after your ass, I'm going to whoop your ass. And then he's going to go in the locker room and cost his team the game. Because that's I, what he did when he pushed Marcus Morris and kept him out for three months. Fair. That's, that's bullshit. Fair. It's that's fair. bullshit. It's that's fair. why I can't stand Jokic, and that's why I can't it's stand fair, the argument that he's so valuable. But sports are in are 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 just based on emotion. And what do we like, talk? What do we play? say here? What do we control? Our emotions. And you no, gotta harness. I, you harness that bad energy. You saw the fucking remember the Titans. <laughs> but it's different, dude. Man, like, I, I, it depends on what happens in the scenario where he's nothing happened. Like, like something had to fucking really piss him off for him to come after him. That's all I'm saying. He didn't just do. He didn't just wow out at him for no reason. No, I know that's, that. I'm that's just what I'm saying, saying. I know. Like, I'm just saying. Like to me, with Jokic is like, Jokic is the only, the sole reason he is in the MVP conversation. Last year was because of injuries. This year was because of analytics. That's it. And injuries again, really, right? No, not really. To because his MVP. teammates. Oh yeah. Well, I, that's that's different. I didn't think of that. But I mean, hold on. But hold on. I just so, think he gets disrespected. Let's not make this about the loser who's sitting on the couch, all right? Let's not make this about him because we got shit to cover here. Who you got in the series, guys? Bucks Celtics. And if, if you said it, I already forgot because we're talking about this loser. Bucks and six. Yeah, me too. So I took the I took the Bucks in in six on the bracket. And you're not feeling it? I'm hot, man. I, I think the Celtics could beat them, man. The I Bulls really, put really that do. in your mind, didn't they? Because they shook them up a little bit, but then they rebounded just fine after that. Yeah. I mean, look, this series is going to be a battle. It is. I think it's going seven. And I think I think Boston's winning that shit, man. Well, if it's seven, they're at home. I do. 
I do, man. Damn. I think Jason Tatum is getting ready to, to to really take off. Well, Marcus Smart's out, though, this game. You want to talk about somebody who's disrespected? That motherfucker's disrespected. No, no, no. They just said he was better than Kevin Durant. Who did? <laughs> All the analysts on TV were saying that he's passing Kevin Durant. That dude is disrespected. If we're, So then how can we say that Giannis is not, quote, unquote, disrespected then? If he's labeled the best player in the world, then he's not being disrespected. No, no, I never said he was being disrespected. Or I just discredited. Said he get, I said he gets overlooked a little bit for being the best player in the game. Fair, but who's to say that Jason Tatum's <laughs> not getting overlooked? He is. He's just not in that discussion. He's more in the back end of a top 10 guy. And he's close. I don't know, man. He's close. He's... I, I, I think this is the postseason. Him Here we go. Who are you starting the team with, Jokic or Tatum? The fact that it's even a question lets me know everything I need to know. I'm taking Tatum, but that's just I, me. I don't know. I, I mean, that's hard because it's hard to find Jokic talent at that position. Go to a bakery. Come on, man. We're, we're, <laughs> see, All right, this is enough. Like, like, I'm tired of talking about this guy. We're talking about the MVP of last year like he's a scrub. Like, I hate that. Like I'm tired of talking about the stupid. MVP who's on the couch right now. It's so Fuck dumb. this shit. Okay, I'm moving us on. <laughs> Fuck that shit. And Smart's out tonight. So that that's a, that's a big deal. And they're them down, too. That's a big deal, okay? All right, next up, we got Mavs Suns. What are we thinking here? I'm thinking Suns in six. I got a gentleman sweep, if not a sweep. Yeah, yeah. they're overmatched. And bro. that's it just kind of just bad. like me giving respect to Luka Doncic more than anything. But I think it's you know Here's I, the I think the Suns control this. They don't have a two or a three. They're mm -hmm. letting Luka Doncic get 40 points and forcing those other guys to shoot. Yeah. It's not going to work against the Suns. The Suns there you are, go. The Suns are five players. They have all five players in double figures. They're, the matchups so matter. And Aiton is just. Oh, he's he earned his level. key. He's good, man. We said Been it here. Screaming. We said step it the fuck up, and he did, man. He's a beast. He, he really, he's answered the call. Um, so you guys, you guys, uh, Nick, did you say five or six? I got five. I got yeah. sons and five. I mean, I give Luca respect. I think they'll, they'll find a way to win one in, in Dallas. Yeah. So there you go with that. Uh, Warriors, Grizzlies. I'm gonna go Warriors and six. I'm gonna say Warriors and six. I got Grizz and seven. Damn. I got stuck with my pick. They, I like the Grizzlies. No, they battle, though. They Absolutely, really do battle. Man. Yo, they're not going to be easy to put away. They just don't quit. They should have won last game. <laughs> wow. No cap. Wow. No, that team was playing with confidence. That, they also should have been out in five against the Wolves. And his, wow. <laughs> that should have been. There's a lot. What the fuck are you talking about? They lost in six. What do you mean? Listen, they if they went down double figures in every game. And they, if they took him to game seven, I might have given you something there. It's, but called, they take him to it's seven. called being resilient. That's part of being a playoff team uh -huh. and going to the next round. Yep. But they, they do. They, they just don't quit, okay? They don't quit. This is crazy. Yo, Warriors, man. I got to be good. honest. Look, look. So going back to Golden State and Memphis, like, I think like that it's gonna loss. Be that loss was it, it hurt Memphis, but I also weirdly feel like it gives them like some sort of confidence that yo we can hang with them, yo we can moral beat them. victory. Y yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they it, needed to the get thing. a little. They needed to get that chip back on the shoulder after dancing yeah. on that Minnesota logo. Here's the thing. without without Draymond too. Here's the thing: it is a moral victory, and you're able to have moral victories in basketball because it's a seven game series. Where in the NFL, one game and you're out. There is no moral victories. You fucking lost. You're going home. At least they get six more chances to win four games. That's my point. So yeah, of course, moral victories do matter in the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, they going. They might go home down. They Warriors might be going home up 2-0. That ass. We'll see. I like I, I like I like the Grizzlies team. I think they. I'm not are tweeting a really shit either because every time I tweeted last series. <laughs> <laughs> they came back and won within five minutes. So. And Jaws a killer, man. So guess what? You know, 
like I, I understand the Warriors and I understand their history and their pedigree and the talent that they have with, with Curry, Thompson, and them. But I got to be honest with you. I feel like the Grizzlies can match up really well with them. I really do. And they have they superstars They do kind of match up well. I'll give you that. They got superstars on that team that ain't, they are not scared of the moment. They are fucking here. Let ja, they are arriving. Agreed. Let ja, agreed. Get, let ja get a little bit of a jumper this offseason mm. and watch his game go to a different level. He'll score 40 a game. It's a wrap. 40 a game. He has to he has to develop his jump. And they trust him in the crunch time. Yeah. And he wants the ball in crunch time. And he and you know what's funny? He took ownership for for missing that layup. He took ownership. He said he laid it off the off, off, off the uh the glass too hard. Yeah, he gotta be better. But he took ownership. A lot of people just fucking, you know deflect. He's a good leader. They deflect and they push He's a the leader, app. man. He's yeah. a leader. They get they got good characters in that locker room. Yeah, absolutely. Stay tuned though. I mean, look, they do match up pretty well. I think the Warriors overtake him. But that's just me. I mean, I think it's going to be a good series, though. I don't think it's just going to be like, you know, pushover in six. I think it's going to be tight. Pause. Okay? Last and certainly not least, the Sixers in the heat. All right? Sixers go down 0-1. Uh, they play a good half of basketball. Second half, they were, eh. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, series, though? Here's the thing, guys. I saw enough last night to lead me to believe they're going to steal this game. I, I always thought, I thought they were going to steal game one. Me too. You, you were with I me there, it. right, Pauls? Nick, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts were, but I loved them last night. Um, I think that they're going to steal one of these games. And I think really all it came down to was they didn't shoot well in the second half. And Paul Reed needs to be playing more minutes. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. And Bam Adebayo took advantage of him being out. But I think these things could have been neutralized with a couple of different decisions. And look, I'm not knocking Doc because I think Doc had a pretty decent game other than putting DeAndre Jordan on, I was on say, the court. If he starts DeAndre Take Jordan. Take him the fuck out. I, I, put Charles Bassey on your backup unit. Because <laughs> DeAndre Jordan just, like, he don't move. He <laughs> can't, no he can't even fucking walk. He's, he's He just, he don't want to be there. He don't try. He, he don't do nothing. <laughs> Park his ass on the bench. Actually, you know what? I'm giving him the pink slip. Get the fuck out of here. Go by. And that's what I'm doing with him. And I start Paul Reed, who you continue to see his talent. Is he a little inexperienced? Yeah, but I guess Doc is to blame for not giving him minutes sooner. He's good. Doc should have given him minutes earlier in the season so he didn't have this inexperience issue. And then bring Bassey off the bench because at least someone who can actually walk can play defense this and clog the I lane. Like. This is what I like about Reed. He's, he's talented, but he plays his fucking ass off. He is he coming can't... after you the entire time he's on the floor. He does not take breaks. Dude, That's he's a, why he's a like monster he's on the hustle. offensive glass. Got to get a little bit he more hustles. control, though. He gets he fouls. He, 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 yes. he, he does. He wilds out. And that's out. all it is. He needs to control his Passion. emotions. Control but your emotions. He has passion. Yes. Yeah. It's like a yeah. double-edged sword here. We, yeah, exactly. we love the passion. I love it, man. I love it. Because if, if you have a foul to give, let you know, fucking nudge him. Let him know you're here. Oh, he, but I'm playing. I'm playing he hard. He wants you to know he's here. He's out the month. No, no doubt. So where I'm at with the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm That's at with the Sixers. That's his quote. Yeah. You know. The Heat are very beatable. It wouldn't even surprise me if Embiid fuck around and took a private jet and played tomorrow night. But I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say no either. He'll come back probably on Friday. Three. He'll come back on Friday. And I really I really feel like we could we could fuck them up. Oh, did I say Sixers and Six? Because I meant to say that too. Six Sixers are stealing this game. They're being not one analyst, not one expert picked the no. Sixers to win this series. It's like, if you look at the roster side by side, even without Embiid, it, it's really like... I kind of like the Sixers a little better. I think the Heat 
are a little deeper, but that's I'm, I'm just saying no, without a beat. I'm with you, but like, I feel like the Heat with play a bead, with a, as a team. They like, do. They are a unit. They do. Fuck the names on the back, bro. And they that's play the thing, for the Nick, name on the front. That's the only thing that really scares me about them. Yeah. But Kyle Lowry's not playing next game either. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, I mean, Tobias Harris locked him up. Let's give him a little shout out here. Mm -hmm. Tobias he Harris. He showed up. Has been the best player on the Sixers in the playoffs. It's, I have no problem saying it. I'm I got two you. eyes and I watch. I'm actually with you. He's been the best player on the Sixers in the playoffs so far on both ends of the court. He's That's fucking wild to say. This is Tobias Harris. Yo, yeah, he's locking fools up. Yeah. Actually locking them up. Like he the end of the half last night. The end of the first half, he locked his ass up before they went in the halftime. They didn't even get a shot off. Um, and, and he was amazing offensively, just the aggression. Yeah. And he, he's so confident right now. He's the pulling thing. the trigger. He's doing everything, man. When Embiid gets back and they can't double him, they don't have anybody that could guard him. If he's knocking down his, his shots, good luck because he's too big for that team. The and you're, you're going to have P.J. Tucker on Harden. Bam can't do shit with Embiid. I don't want to hear it. Maxie's a stud. Mm -hmm. They took now. Here's the thing. Maxi forced a couple bad shots last night, but I understand what he was doing. He yeah. had to be aggressive yeah, like yeah. that too. Because no, listen. Outside of the big three there, being the you know those two and James Harden. Outside of them, no one was hitting shots in the second. And game. Hero was on I mean, last night. Fucking George Niang, clank for seven. Clank, like literally, like every possession, missing every shot. Real fast. I don't know what happened to Matisse Thybul. Oh, yeah, he's he's so shot right On now. On a serious note, like, I don't know what happened because the dude went from averaging two steals a game. He looks like he doesn't belong he's, on the court. His he's confidence lost. is so shot right now. He's a liability. He really is. He I now isn't even that. playing defense. He's lost on the floor. And then you checked into the game last night. I don't know why. <laughs> Furcon. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why Furcon was Don't forget, don't people say you look like my cousin. So if I look like Furk, you look like Furk's fucking brother. Okay? Furk's a handsome Fuck dude. out of here. <laughs> Man, I don't, I don't look like Furk. Okay? <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. I don't know why he And he should game. be... He should park... And he actually was playing hard at the end, but they should park his ass on the fucking bench. Yeah. And, uh, you know, DeAndre Jordan should be shining the shoes. Oh, Doc went in his bag last night, too, on that zone call. He was... He I love how he was alternating bad. there. Yeah. Um, I thought Doc had a pretty good game, other than DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, that... I. If I can, I can live with Furk because he at least was playing hard there. Yeah. He almost got that within fucking eight points at the end. DeAndre Jordan. It's like, holy bro, shit, we might have to bring the starters back out. When I saw he was starting, I literally just laughed to myself. I'm like, Doc, what are you doing? Just put your pride aside, please, for the love of fucking God, DeAndre Jordan. He just, he can't, he can't get out of his own way sometimes. It's like. <sighs> well, with, with Embiid out, it's got to be Harden's time, man. I mean, you can't and, score 16 points and shoot five of 13. And and like, that's that's the thing. It's like number one seed in their building. You saw the flashes. It's like when James Harden was aggressive last night. It's like, oh, he could still do this. Like attack, were, attack, and attack some more. His shots weren't weren't he weren't getting good bounce. He wasn't getting good bounces on his shots because a couple of them went in and out. But also too, one thing that is concerning me with James Harden. Does anybody else see like the fumbles he has when he's dribbling now? Mm -hmm. Like I feel yeah. like he loses a ton of balls or like he's dribbling off. The you want to know why? Yeah. You want to know why? Because the defenses know exactly. This is what I said last week on the show. I said they know exactly what he's going to do when he brings the ball up. He comes up, dribble, dribble, crossover, 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 passes it off. Same fucking thing. He has to get aggressive. Every possession, he needs to attack. And but when he did, he needs to score. I, I thought he looked fine when he was attacking, mm -hmm. but he needs to attack. And he's the poster boy for the rule change because he's he's getting beat up and they're not calling shit. He's really not getting any calls. It's crazy. It's, that. it's like they're making an example out of him. 
But I mean, but it is what it is. Like I'm not, I'm not about six. to say like. I'm not about to go on the other angle and say he's washed. I thought, like, again, it's just like one of those things he needs to be consistent in all four quarters. It's like sometimes you're seeing James Harden. Other times you're seeing this guy who's just taking a nice brisk walk in the park. Bro, he's, he's, he's frustrating he's in that, gone, in that bro, way. Like, James Harden from Houston is not coming back. No. He's no. Just well, not, that guy is definitely not coming back. What he is, what you see is what you get. But listen, if you get 20 and 10 from this guy, I mean that's more, that's way more than you're getting from no, eighty five percent of the league. I'm with you. Ninety really. I'm not disagreeing with you. You know? But I feel like we had a lot of high expectations for him. We're thinking James Harden's gonna come in here and he's gonna knock down his shots. Because that's how good he consistent. was. Exactly. He's, just, gonna, he's gonna hit the threes like he always did. He's he he's gonna be aggressive. He was gonna be James Harden, not maybe Houston level, but at least eighty percent of that would have been even better. Yeah. You know, and like, guys, he's like, not even that. There, so, was, like, there was a comment. Did you guys see what his know. trainer said? His trainer was really, like, chalking it up to the fact that James Harden really, like, he needs to have a normal offseason of preparation because he was hurt. Um, he had trouble getting back in shape this year. Um, and his trainer said, like, look out next year. There, there's something to that. Like, I think he might be gassed a little bit because he, he just kind of looks like, like Paul's in advance, by the way. He looks like he's got bounce occasionally. Yeah. Told you, Paul's in advance, okay? But other times, like, he just looks so sluggish or he's he's just out of gas. Well, like, when, I wonder if any of that has to do with it and the hamstring being somewhat bulky. We're gonna I'm not win. making excuses. He can still good. go 20 and 10 easily. And we're going to win tomorrow, and yeah. we're going to go back to Miami up 3-1. Miami's going to win, and then we're going to bust them wide open in six. Sixers and six. Put it on the board. You said the same. I got the six Theories. Sixers and uh, I'll take Sixers and six too. Let's Got fucking it. go. All right. That's a good way to end the show. But don't sleep on Miami, though. Yeah. I'm not I, sleeping. Nah, yeah. For real. They're a really I, good team. I'm not sleeping they, on them either. I think everyone's sleeping on the Sixers. That's the problem right now. Miami can fuck around and win it all. They got really good defense. They play hard, too. They play with passion. And they play and they have a really good coach. But fucking let's go, Sixers. All right. Go and take that game tomorrow. And fellas, um, you know the drill. Thursday, 8 p.m. next show, everybody. Thank you so much. As always, this show, episode 77 of Psychotic Iconic, was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using the promo code ICONIC receive 100% is deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Last but not least, you already know. Go subscribe at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com where we were live tonight and where we are for every other show. And I, I want to actually make one other note. If you haven't seen it already, we promise you card content. Go out there and look at Sacks or Packs Fire. Episode 1. We have basketball cards. We have Sacks or Packs Episode 2 coming this week with football cards. It was a lot of fun. We had Pack Wars, Box Wars. And you'll have sack to tune in. Sack wars. <laughs> balls. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to find. You guys know what I'm looking for right here. Oh, my God. I can't find it. This is this layout is insane. Good for Philly Phil. Man, I can't find it. You know exactly what I was about to do, though. I think. I can't find it, guys. Oh, well, fuck it. Yeah, Nick, take it fuck away. it. Nick, uh, that's everything. Yeah. 
All right, guys, Saxer Packs. Go check it out on our YouTube channel. And Nick Theories, take it away. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. <laughs> also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we will see you guys Thursday at PNI. Make sure you follow us on TikTok. Big shit's coming. <laughs>